Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host, Barrett Carlin, and with me today, I'm absolutely delighted to have Tom and Jesse on of the fantastic band Sonic Furs. So uh, if you've not seen this band before, I would highly recommend going to see them and listening to their music. Uh, I got to see them open for Mother Vulture along with the Lethal Black Ooze in Sinead a couple of weeks ago and it just blew me away. Really energetic music, really, really, really fun. Uh, their band ethos is be danceable and upbeat. So, uh, and they certainly accomplished that. It's like a rock and roll, disco, pop. It's fantastic. It really is. So uh, Tom and Jesse are on to chat about the band's brand new single, Roar, which is going to be out tomorrow. And uh, also we'll be chatting about stuff like how the band came about, where the name came from, what it's like to work with Ian Faulkner, who produced the track, and uh, a whole host of other topics like 70s porn music, which <laughs> will make sense when we get into the episode. But uh, yeah, it was really, really fun having them on, an amazing band. So uh, hope you've enjoyed the episode. Here's the theme music by Zach Stevenson. All right, everybody here for another episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm with Sonic Furs. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank Tom you. and Jesse, it's an absolute pleasure having you. First time I saw you was in Chennai, and I didn't know what to expect. And straight away, I was like, this is fucking class. It's like solid <laughs> rock and roll. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so nice to see people do rock and roll in Dublin. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would be an avid r- rock and roller. If, if you, <laughs> that, that is his surname. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, the project is a uh, very rock and roll. Very rock and roll. But it, we didn't sort of set out with that mm. as we got, like we started off just sort of making random like weirds. That's more funk influences, more like disco, disco like, yes, just whatever. <laughs> weird music fun sounds we like we the brief is always like we want people to dance and it, then it our like, own music taste slowly started to shape we're like yeah. but actually we do just all really like rock yeah. so now that's what the band it was a jukebox approach I think it, yes it was kind of like we'll just throw shit at the wall and see what kind of sticks and slowly over a couple of a, a, long period of time it's always a great move for a yeah. band <laughs> we don't know what we are yeah. no let's let's figure it out yeah. over the span of years yeah. we had this song called do you want to dance in the early days which eventually got cut but it was like i think <laughs> what was it about uh, well it was about uh a couple sitting well not a couple sitting on the couch but uh like an awkward dude who's out like sitting on a couch with a chick he likes and he uh, is trying to get her to dance with him, I think, while they're drinking wine. Listen, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the artistic integrity. Those early, those early lyrics are really. Yeah, um, real... I don't want to give away too much, too much of the power behind uh, the uh, narrative I think the storytelling. The line of, uh... was, "We got sitting down." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, the preceding one was, I think, "Ain't got nothing to do." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it had a very sexy, like, rock lick inside of it, like, uh, which was kind of, it kind of turned into, like, weird porn music. We kind of, <laughs> we thought, I, I'm assuming 70s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Dude, our guitarist will make almost any guitar turn into weird porn music. Like, it's just the sexiest solos. So we're like, well, I guess it's the sexy music now. Yeah. We don't just have a choice in this. Just imagine you in practice going, dude, you're doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> 
Stop it. Did you get a little spray bottle? Like, no. <laughs> you mentioned early days because uh, I mentioned before the podcast started, I love the band name. Yeah. So you need to tell me what were some of the, you said there was some dodgy early names. Oh, uh, well, yeah. So we started in 2018. Yep. Uh, kind of off of me, myself and Ruri, who's uh, our lead guitarist, uh, were in a cover band for like, I think like five or six years. And we kind of got sick of it. So uh, we took like a year off and then I was like, cool, I want to start making music. And then just fell into like kind of Jessie joined the project because she wanted to have, like she started helping me write songs. And then we kind of, that kind of became our relationship and we kind of formed the band. But when the band was forming, I originally wanted to call it Rough Rough. But Which... get this, <laughs> they're spelled what? differently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I just imagine that with Rough Rough and the 70s porn music. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. incredibly different vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Had a certain vibe. And the then... artwork for that would be insane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the time, uh, Andy McGurk was in the band, uh, as well as uh, a drummer called, uh, his name's Lee Coffey. And uh, why do I know that name? Lee Coffey would be uh, he's a playwright, he uh, writes yeah, theater I, boy, theater uh, boy. Yeah. Yes, I do know that very name. good, yeah, yeah. Theater very, boy. yeah. He's a lovely lad. Mm. Um, but Rough Rough got kind of the axe from <laughs> from most members. I'd say it was Andy and Lee Coffey, but it was everybody. I really like the name, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I think at some point we also were like, What if we were the Ramblers? And it took us a while to realize we just sound like a trad band. Yeah, I would, but yeah, that, the so they were like, "Well, be... I guess no." It's not a bad name, but not for yeah, the music. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it so happened that we were like, "Okay, we need to just sort out this this name issue." Because uh, <laughs> surprise, bands do need a name <laughs> yeah. to be able to do stuff. Some would say it's kind of why people start listening to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we did. We decided to change the name before our first gig in the Grand Social. Uh, in 2018 so we were the Ramblers for about a week and after the gig everyone was like uh, it's like a nasty taste in their mouth so then we all met in the pub in Trinity for uh, a couple of beers and we just sat there and just came up with different adjectives and things to try and yeah we landed on uh, uh, adjective noun okay (laughs) adjective nouns okay the concrete pelts. The, uh, the like, concrete pelts was actually one. I, I guess that, that's noun noun. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, but I take co- it all back. we were at concrete pelts, <laughs> and then Andy was like, "I really like that," but it's like, and you were also like, "I don't like pelts," and Andy's like, "I don't really like concrete." But we're kind of <laughs> on the right track. Don't like sand. <laughs> of course, it gets everywhere. <laughs> and then eventually, we, uh, I can't remember who said it, but someone said Sonic. And we were like, oh, well, that, that makes sense. Sonic is like kind of sound, you mm. know, musical thing. And then Pelts, we were like, it's too, I think we landed, it was too aggressive. So Yeah, it was too, we were like, it's too Viking. <laughs> like, yeah. So we What's just... another word? Furs! <laughs> and then... yeah, initially I hated the name and then it kind of grew on me. <laughs> oh, you didn't like it? I think it's a fantastic yeah. name. We I, bullied it's... him into Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Like concrete Pelts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Concrete Pelts. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, that's kind of how the, the name came about was, uh, us really not liking a bunch of other names until we landed on that. I think one. we should go back to Refra. I don't think so. I think I'm happy with the name now. I really it's too like late. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's too, the damage No, we got, we got to change gone. everything. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of how we, how that came about. Uh, 
was I think the biggest the big kicker was just, we played a gig as the Ramblers and people were like I thought I was going to a folk band. <laughs> we were like, oh, God damn you guys! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping for some rustling. Instead, <laughs> <laughs> we like blew out their eardrums <laughs> with uh, loud loud rock music. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how that came about. <laughs> and when did you start like uh, like recording the music then? Because I know you've there's three singles this year. Now. Well, the ne- the the, ne- the latest one won't be out this year, would it? Uh, so yeah, we had Fiona came out earlier this year, but that's not wasn't really meant to be one of our kind of uh, on our single. Here we are, kind yeah. Of, yeah. It, so this next one coming out is Roar, which mm. is kind of that. This is, would be like what we're considering our kind of debut single. Uh, and then we have another song uh, called Modern Vice coming out in the 2nd of February. Exciting. Uh, and then we got one more and then we're going to drop an album. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we don't have uh, don't have the dates. It's locked in for those two yet. Well, but. can you tell us a little bit about Roar? Because yeah. like, obviously you sent me the press release and I've heard it and it's a fantastic song. But I was uh, blown away by the actual where it came from, the whole meaning behind it. And yeah, the yeah. Uh, well... Basically, uh, this would be before the pandemic, but it, it kind of went through a lot of iterations. And uh, but the song kind of started. I was uh, I lived in Ireland as I was when I was a kid, and uh, yeah, down in Kinsale, and uh, kind of my uh, I'm obviously I moved back here about ten years ago now. Uh, because to go to college, essentially, uh, my dad is from Mayo, and my mom is from California, so. Uh, Lived over in California for about ten years. Lovely. And uh, yeah, my my dad passed away, and I decided to move back here because one cheaper college, and I kind of wanted to like reconnect to the roots. And to be honest, I was feeling a bit mopey one day, and I had just bought a Roland System One, and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna have tr- to explain to the folks what that Roland <laughs> mainly. <laughs> uh, Roland System One is like a." a the plug out synthesizer so it's got, way, like, i'm just gonna have to say sorry i'm gonna have to get that out of my system it's a norm mcdonald thing that he did where he's explained to the folks i was like i keep saying it so yeah. <laughs> he, has, he has he has danger dave on and every time danger dave mentions something that everybody knows he goes you need to explain it to the folks and i've been saying it <laughs> so i'm checking that now that yeah. i'm getting oh, rid of oh, that's okay, okay man. Thing that's like locked in your brain yeah. as a <laughs> Little sound it's just so <laughs> funny. It's like so Kim Kardashian he goes explain to the folks. Who Kim Kardashian. It's just like who, everybody knows who she is. Yeah. We'll just explain yeah. to the folks. <laughs> uh, it's a little tiny like uh, plug out synthesizer. And the reason I bought it at the time, I knew nothing about synths. I was just like, oh, I want to. Oh, I like kind of eighties rock and stuff, and they, they use a lot of synths and that kind of style of yeah, music. Yeah. So that one had green LED lights and I was like, cool. And it was, it was like 400 quid. It was like green's a favorite color. I'll, I'll, I'll buy one of them. And, uh, yeah, there's a, in the song, there's a, a the baseline that kind of opens it, uh, which actually before we kind of did a treatment of it with the band and stuff, uh, I used my arpeggiator and arpeggiator is kind of like a, it replays the notes over and over again at whatever speed or tempo mm. you want to do. And that's kind of how I came up with that line for the, the bass line. But we noticed in like kind of live performance for something that's so arpeggiated, it's very hard to get like swing in, in the band uh, because that, that constant one, even though you want to be in time and stuff, it just it's so rigid that it mm. almost feels robotic. So uh, well, it technically is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. do be a computer. <laughs> so we changed it to uh, we changed it to a baseline just nice. so there's a bit more like kind of 
it works fantastically in the song yeah yeah it has that real drive to it it's awesome uh and yeah i just kind of uh the start of it was like uh fly ten thousand miles and i kind of was like okay i kind of did that i kind of started with that as a brief and then it kind of just turned into a kind of reflection of where i was where i where i uh was like where i was before that where i was at the time of writing it and kind of uh yeah, it turned out to be uh, quite a hmm, a, ref- a a reflection, which I didn't intend to do it when I was writing it, but mm. it just kind of uh, yeah, a couple beers and a bit of mopiness, and then then <laughs> <laughs> you look down the stage like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, then it was done, and uh, Andy and Jesse were like, oh, I think that's a track, and then we kind of um, <laughs> we tried the the kind of synth version of it for a while. Uh, we were gigging that that way. Um, but we hadn't obviously recorded it or anything. And then, yeah, as I said, we kind of changed it to um, the kind of baseline and it really freed us up. And that's where kind of Rory had the space to kind of write all of his like guitar licks and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. Since take up a lot of, if you're using our, in my experience anyway, with arpeggiators and since they can take up a lot of space in, in a mix of, mm. of a song. So I like synths, like in drones and kind of like more melodic structures. But if you're if you're putting an arpeggiated synth in there, then like you're pro- it's probably going to take away from there, a lot. There of... is a fine balance. Yeah, you know, these songs <laughs> that just have these screeching synths in the yeah. ass, like, like that doesn't need to be there, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it also requires everyone to be in such lockstep without like which is wonderful and sounds awesome when it works. But it also does because it is so rigid. Then you kind of end up having a little bit less fun with the the sort of flow of it exactly mm. what you're saying also there. we were a new band and didn't have like yeah we were also <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't quite had the, the enough money to have all the gear like in-ear monitors and all that kind of stuff yet so that was kind of <laughs> it was a bit limiting it. but i i mean you always you work with limitations as an artist and that's how you kind of set the parameters and then you kind of that's where you speaking find of it. working with limitations what was it like working with ian <laughs> oh well <laughs> Thank I God don't you mean asked. That. I don't mean that. I know he's a very talented musician. It was just I just saw the joke and I had to take it. <laughs> had to be done. Had we to be done. love you, Ian. Yeah, so Ian Faulkner obviously produced <laughs> yeah. the track. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, what, how would you describe our relationship with Ian? Uh, oh God. Um, <laughs> I feel bad for making that joke, but anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh we're mean to Ian all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sassy. And right he's back. even meaner to <laughs> us. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Every I know, time I've yeah. met him, he's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, no, Ian started off, uh, first as, like, a mate, and then was, like, getting into sound engineering, and, like, we were sort of each other, each other's, each other's, like, guinea pigs, mm. and that was, like, he was looking at getting better at that, we were looking at, like, we're starting to record or see how that would go, mm. and sort of did uh, a little test run, and it's just hilarious to see, and he's stayed uh, with us the whole time over, because when was, when did we... Record in Yellow Door. Uh, so that was 20... I think that was 2018 as well. Yeah. Yep, um, yep, yep. It was really... or We had no business trying to record that soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and he's stayed with us the whole time and is now, like, will step in and play bass, like, be I think I, he was playing bass with you guys yeah, when I yeah, saw him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a... Yeah, he's, he's he, kind of an all rounder. He's, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> obviously he's drums with Elite the Black Ooze as yeah, well. So, exactly. Yeah. He's a really good musician and a very good uh, producer as well. And uh, yeah, in the kind of early days, he uh, he well, we met him in I think 
what, what's that pub in uh, Fisborough? Is it the Clockwork Door? Clockwork Door? That's no, in the Keys. No, what? I'm, <laughs> think, I'm thinking the wrong one. What the, like, I, there's, it's not there's, the Bernard Shaw, is it? No, it's the one kind of lower uh, down. It had... Mm. Is the one that does pizza? I think yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the one you're oh, talking about. Yeah, oh. I can't remember the name. I know the one you're talking. about. Is Big Smoke area at the back? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and oh, God. that's going to annoy me now as well. <laughs> yeah, just, I we have to sit here in yeah. silence until we figure out what the name of the poem uh, is. But uh, no one get Google out. We're going to fucking <laughs> <laughs> we're going to 1990s this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we uh, yeah, we kind of met up there after kind of meeting him uh, briefly, and we're like. We kind of want to try and record some songs. And he's like, the back page? The back, back page. page. Nice. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, job done, guys. <laughs> that would have bothered me now, to be honest, if we didn't get yeah, by the end of the no. episode. Because, <laughs> ah, oh, yeah. Why did I think Clockwork Door? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but we met there, and we were like, we want, we want to record some tracks. Uh, he was like, cool. I don't really know what the vibe of the band is. He hadn't seen the, any gigs or anything like that. So he was like, why don't we try and do like a couple sample recordings in Yellow Door Music Studios, uh, where we uh, currently rent and rehearse. And we've nice. been, there, been in there for... Just the amount of talent in that, but in yeah. that one building <laughs> oh, yeah, is yeah. insane. Yeah. Uh, it's an amazing <laughs> space. And yeah. uh, fair play to Paul and Jeff for, uh, <laughs> you know, allowing all these musicians to... To yeah. rehearse there, <laughs> uh, little cave inside of a oh, industrial uh-huh. state, little well, safe zone. Yeah. <laughs> Musicians going, what if this uh, works? <laughs> but uh, yeah, we record, we single track recorded everything. Like uh, no, two songs there. Two songs. Yeah, it was one song that uh, has not seen the light of day unless you've been to our gigs. Nocturnal for you, and another song called "Don't Make Me Laugh," which is out if anyone mm. wants to listen to it. Um, and. They were crap. (laughs) They were really actively awful. Uh, Yeah. So we single tracked them. uh, And for people who don't know what single tracking is, it's like kind of every musician starting with like kind of drums and going up until you get to vocals goes in individually. And you kind of, after you have a guide track Mm. and then you just play all your bits individually and layer it on top of each other until you have a, a full song for us. Again, with that like kind of robotic feel, it just all the recording felt really rigid. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were like, "Cool, we need a space where we can live track this." So, live tracking means that like we got all of our guitar, bass, uh, drums in the same room, with kind of a little bit of isolation where their amps are and stuff, so they can still play off each other, and so you can kind of hear the their swing in the room. And Ian was like, "I just got." This job at a studio in Sonic. Do you want to <laughs> maybe you... redo some of that uh, <laughs> yeah. absolute bullshit we tried before? <laughs> and we yeah, we did a sample, uh, and we recorded uh, two tracks, uh, which I believe were uh, in the flowers. Oh yeah, and uh, in the flowers and. I can't remember. It's gone. It's totally uh, gone. I think it was Don't Make Me Laugh, but I think we recorded that a couple times. Uh, and uh, yeah, we liked it, but we were like, cool. That's good. We have a good gauge of how, how it's going. And then we kind of stopped and just kind of were doing like random gigs around the city, uh, just trying to get some like gigs under our belts. And then the pandemic hit. No, oh, like, fuck. <laughs> we were like, okay, 
well, we got nothing to do, and you've no many times, you've no <laughs> idea how many times I've heard that on yeah. podcasts. Yeah, like, yeah, things yeah. are rolling, and then it's like, fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like that was the year where like there'd been like whispers of like getting gigs at like festivals, mm, or, like yeah. oh, I think we this is we've got like an in there, and someone said this that, is our and, gonna, and this yeah. could be the year. And, oh no, okay, maybe not, maybe in a few months. No, okay, right. But um, yeah, but honestly, it be, ended up being one of our busiest years. Like one sort of like strict lockdown broke like that's when we recorded the rest of the album yeah um so we were in the i remember god bless a walsh's pub and stony batter <laughs> right sonic we were recording and uh, we were getting takeaway takeaway pies, pies. <laughs> I think like tweet like instagrammed about us we're like thank you sonic first for keeping us yeah. <laughs> during this trying time <laughs> What was that? I was only saying to somebody, I was like, do you remember, because we were talking about COVID, it was like the fucking substantial meal. Yeah. Some of the shit bars got away with for that <laughs> yeah. substantial meal. Was asked, like, uh, yeah. I remember the Globe, which is, I don't think the Globe is there anymore, is no, it? No, they were doing, so. they did nachos and cheese with like dill pickle. I was like, oh, that sounds, I love nachos and cheese. <laughs> and it was fucking King Crisp. I know for a fact it was King Crisp. <laughs> it, ate, it ate one bag in like a tiny container. With like oh. melted like American cheese on it, yeah. and that was Crash it. Singles, like like yeah. yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, it was nine quid because it was, had to be nine quid. This is actual meal. I was like, you <laughs> bastards! <laughs> I was so angry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was some there was some de- some horseplay. I would say <laughs> just bold. You know, they were just it. down there going, "Some fucking idiot's gonna buy this." Yeah. <laughs> Because he has to to get his pints. And we're going to charge him 9 for it. Because yeah. oh, the government told us we have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I just, uh, the days of, uh, oh, if I get a packet of chips for nine quid and then I'll see how many pints I can drink in an hour yeah, yeah. and 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was it. You were timed as well. Uh-huh. I forgot about being timed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just go, go, go. <laughs> Some pubs just didn't care at some point. Eventually, they're just oh, like, yeah. ah, just fucking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, the uh, Walsh is like kind of, yeah, did keep us lit during the, well, kind of in Boom. a staggered way. Because um, like, we do, in the live track and when we, when we were recording, uh, it kind of, Rory and, and, and at the time, Andy, uh, and uh, we've had a load of drummers with us. Uh, Anton Shovlin is currently our like main drummer playing with us. But we've worked with, as I said, Lee Coffey, uh, Will White, and Dylan Jones. There have been a couple of... Uh, Will White ended up playing a good... A good sure. Yeah, Will White and Anton played on most of the album. And uh, Dylan Jones features on one of the songs of Lucy. But... If you are interested, then uh, keep watch our space and you might, <laughs> might find out what all these random titles you don't know about. It's mean. a fun game to play to figure out, like, uh, the point of the album, I think, is really figuring out what drummer plays on what track and yeah. seeing if people can Never mind all it. the work we put yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fun game. Who did uh, the artwork for Roar, by the way, actually? Because it's, it's class. I really uh, liked it. Jesse did the Hello. artwork. Oh, really? Uh, it's yeah. really, really Thank good. You, I really like it. Uh, yeah. No, I did not take the photograph. That was our, our very good friend and fellow musician, uh, Justin. Justin Young, yeah. Um, but, yeah, any of the sort of graphic-y, design-y, artsy, uh, bullshit-y, <laughs> artsy-wanky stuff. She's very good at it. Uh, no, you are. You're yeah. very, very good at oh, it. Thank you, man. And I'm a graphic designer, so... <laughs> oh, man. I am not, Tick. and I'm learning. <laughs> uh, oh, you can just go on fire these days and play <laughs> <it's> around. <laughs> 
Oh, fairies. here's me paying for a course. Oh god. <laughs> I am very not skilled with a uh, the the modern. I guess it's brush, but it's not really. A, you make art on like a tablet, so it's not a brush. Mm. Well, there's digital brushes. Tom. D- digital, digital brushes. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I'm the way. I'm very aware of how how the intricacies of. You know, your contribution is letting me uh, after locking myself in a room for 13 hours come down and go, is this anything? Tom, is this good? Tom, does this make any sense? Yeah, you... No, oh, it's oh, back up and repeat it. I, I had a kid shadowing me at work recently for a week and I didn't realise how bad I am at actually explaining what I'm doing. So he was like, I think he was 16, but like he could have easily been nine. He was just one, of, he was just, he, he was like a child. Yeah. But I'd be working away and he goes, sorry, what did you just do there? And I was just like, I did, um, <laughs> Fuck! It's like, uh, <laughs> like it's just. Yeah. Do you know what a mask is? <laughs> yeah. I was very. And I could even. I could kind of get a sense that uh, the other designer, because the other designer was very good at explaining stuff, that he was kind of going like, Barra, "Come on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy's here to learn for yeah. fuck's sake." <laughs> Well, I don't know. I'm just doing but, this stuff. But it was so funny because he was shadowing me for a whole week and there was parts where like I I wasn't really doing anything and I'd be on my phone and he'd be looking at my phone I was like, I'm not designing on my phone, okay? So yeah. just stop <laughs> texting a friend. How did you do it? This is me time, all right? <laughs> While I'm at work. Yeah. Are you texting? Is that a vector? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are we able to talk about uh, the second single that's coming out? Or Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. The uh, second single uh, <laughs> is uh, called Modern Vice. and uh, Which is also the album title. Yeah, spoiler. Oh, spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> we meant to reveal that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. It's your episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we've actually kind of teased that for like at other gigs, so I think that's fair. Okay. I think we've said it every game. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a good title, Modern yeah. Vice. I really like it. Uh, and it's about um, it's about two an elderly couple. Uh, it's kind of a story based song, so it kind of tells a story about an elderly couple who want to spice up their marriage by uh, breaking into someone's house and fucking, <laughs> and they get caught. Oh, hey, okay. <laughs> and that's yeah. <laughs> was see this i'm really excited for the next round of like press for for that single because all the like really genuine yeah, heart felt Roar like Roar. Yeah. exactly and then me coming in for like so <laughs> so this next one guys is uh what if there were two uh, elderly fo- that was a that was a very silly day of writing because yeah. we were trying to Guys, I've got a great idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was kind of it. Yeah. A little bit. We're also like, we work in theatre as well. We like playwriting and love telling stories. Like, what if we, like, it had never occurred to us. We were like, what if, like, the lyrics had nothing to do. What if we, like, told a story? But what if it was okay? And then, like, to us, it was like, it was the most genius concept in the world. And I'm like, oh, the thing people do all the time for all, always and yeah. have always done and will ever do. Um... Yeah, then we just got real stupid with it. Yeah. We kind of had the structure already because uh, Andy McGurk used to do like music for video games. And... He has never told me that, did oh, he? Oh, really? It's the best fact about uh, Andy. And he had like a bunch of like the kind of like junk. I've pop- never heard that. Oh, yeah, he probably has told me. It's been like <laughs> two, two o'clock and shit. going, all right, Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Sure. Uh, he had like kind of his junk pile from like uh, kind of lines that didn't get used for Andy. Wow. He was like, you guys like any of these? And Jesse kind of latched on to that particular, like, 
we obviously made an instrument a different interpretation to it but it was kind of just our like structure for how we were going to write lyrics mm. to it and uh yeah we just fell on that that lot like that kind of so it was like a synth hook, but we turned it into. We do that quite a bit. I was even yeah. talking synth about to bass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we use synths a lot in writing songs, and less so in we we use a lot in like the recording of, but less so at live gigs. But for the writing of a lot of the songs, they either start with or end up with. Yeah, or, um, it's just like a lot of times stage space and stuff like that, and it's kind of we like we like doing live versions of tunes as well. Um, but yeah. Uh, that's what the song's about, uh, and <laughs> kind of on like the theme, the, a lot of the themes, like as you kind of said, like Modern Vice is a bit ri- like ridiculous in its kind of nature, and like kind of Roar has a bit more of like a passionate. But I think a lot of the tracks we've written kind of have a bit of that flavor because we're we're very passionate about the project, but we're also quite ridiculous as a group Just as yeah. people so, like in general there's a bit of a the 70s porn really yeah. into that one, it? <laughs> there's a kind of a ping pong match happening between <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that story because i remember i worked uh, for a travel agency for ages and did their yeah. designs for them and i remember one day this this i think there was like six of them yeah. came in these elderly couples the two the three couples each yeah and they came in and they were booking a cruise and they wanted adjoining doors to all the cruise <laughs> Uh, all, all the rooms that they were in and they weren't subtle about it at all uh, they were just like we we like to you know go in we like to have fun yeah. <laughs> and the girl the girl book that came over and traumatized you've no she goes they're fucking swingers like <laughs> and they're like, also hey, our target hey. audience <laughs> <laughs> swingers <laughs> It was so because they came in like they look you know they look like anybody else's granny or grandma and then and then, they're, and then you're just like oh these guys these guys fuck oh, they're, <laughs> they're full they're yeah. not joking right these okay yeah. more power to them uh, and yeah my favorite line in that in that song that's coming out is uh, now it's getting heavy but it's not so hot. <laughs> <laughs> so much ba- different things yeah, yeah, so much of the briefs for the band has like do we want to dance to this music that we write do we like we want people to uh, but lyrically is like w- does this make ourselves laugh mm. okay it's in yeah. <laughs> We're, yeah. okay. if we can barely get through singing it with a straight face it would <laughs> um you're doing a gig uh in we are playing in the 2nd of february february in, yeah, in yeah. uh fibbers for class psychotic reactions that was fantastic. That, that's Sadaka. Who uh, uh, runs that? Is that the guy from Melts that runs that? Yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah. Robbie. Robbie, yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a hero. Like, yeah. Uh, I've met him before. He's very, very, very nice. Yeah. And I think he's doing like a really good service for kind of bands, like local bands and kind of Dublin or, and just in the country because there's very few like spots where, you know, you can just get up yeah. and be a new band and play and Robbie kind of is creating that kind of... No, fair play. Apparently, yeah. the I didn't catch them now, but Rhino were meant to be absolute. Was it Rhino the wrong? Rhino was yeah. meant to be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. they're sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, garage rock kind of thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. we were down at a gig in, in um, Chennai, and then I was like, as soon as it was over, I had to fucking run straight up. <laughs> First time ever at a gig, I had to tell somebody to please stop talking. Really? Oh, oh my, I'm not joking. And like, I if you'd have to be really, really, really annoying me at a gig for me to go seriously, it was three girls. Never stood up, stood up, stood up talking yeah. the whole time. I was like, "Why are you even at the show?" Yeah, yeah. But I, I and I was polite about it. I was polite, like, but I was beside my friend Owen, and I was just like, yeah. 
dude, I can't hear a fucking word of the gig because they're just cackling, screaming, laughing and talking the whole yeah. show. I was like, I'm going to have to say it to them. So I was like, girls, do you mind? Like, I, all I can hear in my ear is 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 you guys having a conversation. Do you mind just talking during just the breaks? Yeah. And of course, right afterwards, they were just like, this fucking guy's telling us to shut up. I was like, oh, for God's sake. Uh, they kept it. They kept, well, they didn't. Well, they weren't like that, but they were like, we've been told to be quiet. And they just they just went over. The I head. imagine the gig was a bit like a bit more like intimate, lower decibel level kind of. A no, no, the gig was loud. Oh, so yeah. but it, they were. Which they says were, how they loud were, they were. They were, yeah. really, yeah. they were really loud. But I've had that like it's like I don't give out to people at gigs because I don't want to be coming across as a dick. Yeah. But like if there was another gig I was out where it was in the academy and there was like a group of people. They just wouldn't shut the hell yeah, up talking. Just, why are you going to the gig? Yeah. At least go to the back or something they were yeah. down at the at the front like. no they weren't at the front they were down by the steps in Chennai yeah, but, yeah. but like we just moved forward and yeah. once we moved forward we were fine but yeah. it's bizarre I've it's come it's recently it's even at the cinema there's people just won't shut up oh, talking yeah. see I'm it gets me way more at the cinema than it does at the oh the cinema like, it drives me more. up yeah. the wall but it's I think I think it's just I think it's a byproduct of, of COVID to be honest yeah. people just young yeah, people at 16 or something yeah. didn't really get to that's it well, yeah. people didn't know how to learn like, how to bar yeah. <laughs> yeah. learn how to gig nothing 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 oh I'm allowed to do yeah, everything I'm allowed to do all I of it yeah. just start doing it Not there wasn't an ease for no. some, some people which I find is weird but yeah I don't I don't know if I mind. I don't always mind people talking at gigs, but I I can find it intrusive sometimes because I'm just like, if you go to a rock venue on a Saturday night and you're gonna stand in the pit, mm. watch the watch the bloody gig. Well, see, I wouldn't have it. I don't have any issue with somebody talking during a gig. It's just it was the sheer volume of it yeah. that I was just like, Jesus Christ! I can't hear the band. They're almost yeah. trying to fight with the band so yeah. they can hear each other or something. And yeah, I'm one of these people that like when something when I pick up on something. It was the same with I went to see the creator with a friend of mine, and there was a couple like a couple of seats down from us and they were talking the whole film and I I, I was losing it by the end of it I was like I really was losing it yeah. I was like that fucking couple the whole time and he goes Barry you need to learn the ch- to zone to, and he goes, I was like no once I pick up on it I yep. can't not not yep. notice it and it drives me crazy <sighs> I mean uh, there was only one thing where I think I was being quite annoying in the cinema and we went to go see Venom Let There Be Carnage why? because it's a great and <laughs> there was clearly the people in the cinema really not enjoying the movie, but me and Jesse were just laughing our asses oh, off. Having the best time. Like some of the lions in the movie is like lions don't eat salad. I was just like, <laughs> we were like, this is the best comedy ever made. That didn't. We, to be fair, like we we've just been complaining about like people who are too like we laugh a lot and very loudly at things that. Well, <laughs> that's that's fair. Like I, I went to Inglorious Bastards and I pissed myself laughing the entire time. Like yeah. I mean, the whole time. Yeah. And there was a, uh, there was a. I'd say they were about in their seventies. Yeah. And they kept. They eventually they just turned around. and was like, "There's nothing funny about this movie." And I was like, "Yes, there is. They just shot Hitler in the face." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also. <laughs> Ariba Dirk. Ariba Well, the main thing that they really lost it is where when he's carving the swastika in your man's head at the oh, end. Yeah. And I was like, that, because he's such a little wormy prick. He's one of the worst characters. <laughs> yeah. It's just so funny to see him squirm at the end yeah. of it. And they, they did not they did not have that. They oh. were really disturbed by that. <laughs> by, by, by how much I was laughing at that scene. <laughs> it could be, I think that's a, it could be a polarizing movie, but you know. <laughs> I, I I very much enjoy Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> hot take. Yeah. <laughs> a very hot take, I know, no. Very mid-director. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's fine. He's pretty mediocre as a filmmaker, I've always. 
Will we uh, will we go on to this the random questions? Yeah, let's do it, man. Okay, yeah, we're so already at Tarantino. For, yeah, we're already like, at Tarantino. That's why I was just like, it's now it's perfect let's segue. Stay in this pool. <laughs> uh, first and last album you ever bought? Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, my first album was uh, American Idiot. Nice. Uh, Green Day, and it was also the first gig I ever went to. You went your first gig was American. It was Green Day. Yeah, nice. Mine was Britney Spears. Oh, <laughs> deadly! During the, during the toxic tour oh, with, yes. with Khalees as the support. Oh wow! Yeah. And I was like seven with my very conservative uh, parents, <laughs> and my dad was not having any of it. <laughs> I actually met. I like, I yeah, he he I met Khalees over Khalees. the really? summer. Yeah. Uh, Guess in what context? I made her a milkshake. No way! <laughs> <laughs> I was bartending an event, that and she insane. was cooking, and we made like Guinness milkshakes for it. And uh, yeah, Guinness milkshake. What did like, what's involved we did, like, with Bailey's that? ice cream, bit of Guinness, and like chocolate and shit, and made it. I'm gonna make that for Christmas here. Oh, this dude, year. That yeah. sounds unreal. <laughs> yeah, very. It was very nice, but uh, yeah, I didn't actually get to present it. My other buddy Lee got to present it. Which don't get to do that part of the story, okay? Just yeah. you, you made yeah, a milkshake yeah, with it, her. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I made a, I made a milkshake for Khalees. There we go. He's best friends with Khalees. <laughs> ah, yeah. Go way back. Uh, and last album I bought. Um. Is it uh? I bought it for it's TV on the radio. It's got oh great. Uh, is it Happy Idiot the name of the album? The reason I bought the album was because of that song, but uh, that was the most recent one I bought. Uh, but I actually have not uh, checked the name of it. By the way, thank you so much for mentioning TV on the radio because I was trying to remember. They have a song that I think it's in. It's in like never, never back down. I was like, yeah. "What's that band? Television, television." <laughs> and I was just like, "Tell it, TV." Swear to God, it's been yeah. bothering me for like two weeks. Oh, so really? thank you. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, they're Desi band. Like, they just I know I could have looked up the film, but I was just like, "No, I'll." Yeah, I'll... Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Nineties uh, Google again. <laughs> I yeah, I just I found that song. Um, I had like one of their songs, "Young Liars," ages ago, and then kind of they were just existing in my Spotify mm. playlists and stuff. Oh, they're fantastic bands. And then just one day I just came across their the most recent record and I was like, this is this is deadly. So <laughs> uh uh my favorite two songs of it are uh, Happy Idiot and uh Lazy Ray. Um I need to I need to know what that uh <laughs> what that name of the album is. It's, uh, I, I can't help you. Well while you're answering yeah, you can I'm Google it. it. <laughs> See, my this whole time, my brain has. When you said album, I immediately went to CDs, and I think because we're looking at this setup here, that's all I can think about for, now. For people who don't know, there is explain to the folks. So there's uh, nine hundred. Yeah. There's nine hundred CDs on my wall at the moment, and then there's a bunch of vinyls at it as well. So and it's very good, and it makes me really miss my well, CD. Well, the thing collection. is, a lot of them are not very good because I've been collecting them since I was eleven, and a lot of them are. There's there's quite a few shit ones there Just to be made honest. of dust. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. A lot of dotty <laughs> hip-hop albums. <laughs> I, hey, on that note, the first CD album I ever bought was LL Cool J. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we all love LL Cool J. I mean, nah, no, LL Cool J was the first. But then think of the last one. I can only think of what the last like CD album I bought. And it was probably like Tiger Army or something. <laughs> like, What's Tiger so, Army, sorry? Tiger Army is a oh, very fun band. Okay. <laughs> it's a genre called... Uh, uh, psychobilly so it's like oh yeah uh, i love psychobilly like, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh dude tiger really really peak they um they got it's like a guitar a drum and a stand-up bass okay nice full, <laughs> uh, full fuck 
love stand-up bass and it's just the funnest shit. Have to give that um, a go. <laughs> I, yeah. I think by the time I started uh, trying to see the timeline it was probably a tiger on a CD. <laughs> I had all of them. Um, <laughs> man. What, no, I've, in terms, like, I don't have Spotify. I still have my little iPod that is broken but I still have it. Oh, you still have and it. That's the main thing. willing it to work again. <laughs> um, man. I had an iPod Classic for ages before I got robbed and someone took it off me. Someone, <laughs> someone took it off me too. And then I, my mom had one. I was like, Mom, can I have yours? But I, like, I remember I was like, like it ha- I got beat up basically and they took it. I was just like, why are you taking that? It's like fucking... It's the big block thing. Yeah. Like, and it was just like, it's obsolete. It does, it's you get like fiber. 10 euro for it. Yeah. Yeah. CX, you bastards. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, they saw it as vintage and they were like, we're going to get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna listen to Sir Mix a lot on it. Yeah, <laughs> that was on it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, current go-to music. Current go-to music. Well, first I figured out the name of that uh, album oh, called Seeds. Oh, yeah. uh, Boom. Nice uh, by TV of the Radio. Uh, and my current go-to music is gotta be. Hmm, if I was gonna do a list, it would be Distart. Should be a, like a Finnish rock band. Uh, are they Finnish? I'm pretty sure they're Finnish. They are now. I don't know them now, to uh, be honest. Sad. Very very fun. Uh, uh, they're kind of like heavy uh, heavy rock, uh, but they they mix it up. Depend. They did like a recent. Uh, Your man sings like he's always giving a political speech. It's yeah. oh, very okay. fun. <laughs> very very. Fun. It translates literally to the state, and they have like a song called "Kitty Kitty," which is like pretty much like a a view on the lens of um, how politicians and people in, in power keep people underneath them. And the the le- the main line of the chorus is "Kitty Kitty" because like he says all these very messed up things about keeping people underneath him, and then he goes, "Look at the cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cute, pretty cat." <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, I'm a big LCD sound system fan. Did you, uh, did you get your tickets? I did. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I am so excited. It's going to be sick. Yeah. <laughs> will I see you there? You will. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What about you? I keep going. I keep going through phase of like, oh, I forgot about that. So, like, I think if I opened up, what if it'd be probably just re-listening to the Misfits. Like, <laughs> um, I know I was mentioned on the podcast before, but I had a friend of mine who's, I was over at her house and her sister was wearing a Mis- Misfits t-shirt. I was like, I didn't know you were a fan of the Misfits. And she goes, are they a band? And I was oh, like, are God. you serious? <laughs> like, are you actually serious? She no. goes, I thought it was like a brand. And I was like, no, it's no. a fucking band. It's one of the, it's one of the best punk bands ever. Like, <laughs> My whole body just like crumples in on itself. <laughs> I was, I was, she was just like, I thought, I genuinely thought it was a brand I bought it in pennies. I was like, oh, oh for fuck's sake. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no, that, that would just make fa- me want to like, just, just fall Favorite over and die. Favorite Misfits era? Ooh, see, I do love, uh, the sort of like, the, the period of it where it sounds like it's recorded in a closet with a potato, like <laughs> yeah. the demonomania, like the, all that, but then like, um, Bones, dig up a bones. Dig up a uh, bones is a fucking brilliant song. Like it's yeah. it's also I'm I don't know I they're all it's a few different bands in mm. my head. Like I kind of don't picture them as the same. I'm like oh well they've no, had so much lineup changes. Eras, like so yeah I'm like well they're all equally good 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 boys and doing the best. This is all the best misfits. <laughs> like, um, Doyle still looks like a monster. Oh, <laughs> 
fucking huge. He's vegan as well. You're like, how do you oh. get that much mass as vegan? <laughs> yes. It's made out of yeah. protein. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bran. Um, trying to think. Really listening to the Misfits. I'm trying to think of new stuff. Um, but What about uh, your man, the ginger lad? Uh who you were really into last year? Ed Sheeran. The ginger man. Uh, Frank Turner. What? Frank Turner and the Rattlesnakes. Oh, Frank uh, Carter. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Frank Turner. Something like from Frank the Turner Arctic some, Monkeys. Yeah. Frank Turner is. Yeah, he's another guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Big old, big old fan. Big old fan. Sorry, we live, we live together, so I just. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I guess. <laughs> we're very yeah. No, but you liked them a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen Frank Carter live? No, uh, he's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. We, we, his set got cut when I saw him at download because he tried to do a wall of death. Oh. So they were they were just like, no, they cut it straight away that year. They oh, were, wow. weren't having any of it. <sighs> so he had to do a song acoustically, and he was wearing like a suit, and he was like, all right, he goes. Guys, hold me up, hold me up. And he goes, not you, you fucking mucky bastard. And this guy's like, he was like soaked. And he's like, I'm wearing a brand, brand new suit. <laughs> he goes, somebody else. <laughs> they returned they return the electricity back after that song. Let him do one more. Oh, but, um, oh really? But that's... yeah. Walls of Death. It's weird that like uh, you, you forget that you're like, oh, that's lame. A metal venue, a metal yeah. festival. They're not letting people do Walls of Death. And you're like, they are very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Probably an insurance like nightmare. Like Lamb of God yeah. show, and I was like, fort fifteen some, and just like, wait, this is a thing you can. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> this is what metal is. I met Randy Blind. He was very rude to me. Oh, <laughs> no. Well, he wasn't rude, but he slagged me. Like basically, what happened was was uh, he he was just out of prison in Czech Republic after accidentally killing that kid, um, which was a whole fuck up. <laughs> But um, the kid, basically the kid rushed him on stage and he pushed him yeah. to not get hit. And then he uh, fell and hit his head. He died like six months later. So it was a whole... Oh, yeah. man. But he wrote a book, basically. It was Lama God were playing, headline download. So he wrote a book and he was doing a book signing at the festival. So me and my girlfriend went at the time and I was shitting a brick. I was just like, oh my God. And she had no idea who they were. She's, oh, like, I have, she's like, do you want me to go first? Like, I don't give a shit about who this guy is. And I was like, you do that. So she goes up. She's like, hi, Ronnie, my name's whatever. And she's like, I uh, love your band. Can't wait to see your set later. And he's like, oh, thank you very much. Signs the thing, heads off. And then I go up and I'm standing in front of him for like a minute. And then he just kind of shrugs his shoulders and goes, well. And I repeated oh. verbatim what she said. And he was, just, he was just like, okay, what the fuck? Signed it. And then he goes, smooth, man. That was real smooth. Oh, God. And I walked away and I was like looking at her. I was just like fuck yeah that was great and she goes no it didn't she's like that he, he insulted you at the end of it. <laughs> oh, oh. Yep. that's a shame yep. to be fair that's... he was trying to get through like fucking 500 people in yeah. like 10 I, 20 minutes yeah. I was but it is going, sort of like <laughs> two guys stoned out of their brain afterwards to coming up behind him they were like <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it gets monotonous after a while. <laughs> it, I'd say it yeah. does, yeah. <laughs> Signing all of those. Because you probably have to hear listen to the same thing over and over again. It's like, I love you so much. It's so great to see you not in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, because we're actually coming to the end of the year, do you guys have a favorite album that was released this year? Mm. I don't, by the way. I'm currently I... putting a list together mm. for an episode at the end of the year. And I'm just going like... Fuck, what is my favorite album of the year? Yeah, I'm really bad at it. There was a lot of good ones. <laughs> yeah. But even in terms of like 
knowing when an album came out. <laughs> like I'll just yeah. find stuff, and it could have been released like this year. Ago. It could have been, yeah. So it's just, oh god. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it came out. Well, like, I guess you know. Just start had a new album this year. Was that? This oh year? yeah, that yeah. is my favorite album. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Year. yeah. It's Red, Yellow, Blue. Good uh, save. Uh, thank you. Uh, Red, Yellow, Blue. Just start would be my favorite album Sweet. this year. I'll be giving that a snap. Uh, when we're done also. Shout out to Andy McGurk uh, and his EP, uh, uh, which I've also been yes. listening to quite a bit. Of. <laughs> yes, yeah. very, 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 very good. Elisa uh, Baku's. Uh, they were yeah. my top song of the year on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I saw it. I was just like, yes. like, did I listen to something on her mind that much? And they yeah. was like, yes, you did. Yeah. I was like, okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, Red, Yellow, Blue had this like, they did it really weird. They did three separate EPs in like the in the lead up to it. Oh. Uh, red, Yellow, and Blue. Blue is a bit more like spacey and kind of like uh, psych rock. Nice. Red is like really heavy, <laughs> like Martian songs. And then yellow is kind of more poppy trend, trend like kind of going with trends and music. And okay. Like they're kind of, they just put them all in, <laughs> but they like mix them up. And it's just, it's, it's really interesting. How they oh, I would give them that shot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, favorite tune off it is probably. Uh, oh, what's it? It's look at me. No, 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 no. <laughs> you both nodded at the exact same time there. By the way, <laughs> oh, we've been workshopping this, this choreography for months. Jesse showed me the band in fairness, uh, and I am I'm very obsessed with them now. Uh, <laughs> Does a favorite album come to mind, Jesse? At all? Well, that, I was answering for me, and then oh, sorry. he talked about it. So okay. I guess I have to come up with a new one. No, no, that's fair. Um, no, that, just, right, just take those right, as. as right. uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. That's the only album I could think of that came out this year. I'm trying to save it. The one um, I think the one on most people's list is Lancome. I think seems to be the uh, false Lancome. Did mm. you listen to that? But I keep thinking that was last year for some reason, even though yeah. it probably was this year. I can't say I've listened to it. Actually, it's very good. Uh, check it's it very out. Good. Um, There's something kind of very for, fucking foreboding about it. It's yeah. it's worth checking mm. out. Okay. Um, I always like new track recommendations. Yeah. Mine are all grindcore bands, so yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if that would be your cup of tea at all, but uh. I kind of sit in like I'm very like I like a couple of modern bands, but I'm such a '80s rock kind of thing. So like a lot of my yeah my music like playlist and stuff is all just there. I kind of live in the past of the music a bit, and then someone will give me a band like that's exactly it, and then go, oh, that's my awesome, (laughs) that's my fun new band. I was showing a friend of mine what was it, Mr. Tinker Train by Ozzy Osbourne, and he was like, he's like, what the fuck? And I was like, what? He goes, Osbourne's more like makes like really good music. I was like, are you fucking stupid? Like. Like, <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> because I always thought he was a kind of a joke. I was like, no, he's like a f- oh, fucking writes good songs. Yeah, like, I mean, oh like- my god, actually, sorry, I I definitely wasn't this year, but I the album that I discovered this year that is my favorite is it is it under the covers. Uh, T Pain's cover album in which he covers War Pigs, T-Pain? and it's incredible. Yeah. Really? Because so the dude can sing. Good. Yeah. Yeah, remember that is, video went viral of him insane. singing? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. yeah. His cover of Warpix is my it's favorite so shit. Good. Wow. Okay. I will really be checking good. that out as well. The um, art for it is amazing as well. Oh, yeah. I want to get the album art, like, 
hung, like printed and hung in yeah. my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's just T-Pain on a bed with like a rose in his mouth. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is, my, this is amazing. I will never not love that man just for I'm on a boat. Like it's just, oh, yeah. just, just for that alone. You know, I remember when that song came out every single time I was on a boat after hearing that it was just I'm on a boat and it's yeah. just like it just never gets old yep. it's, uh, it's good every time yeah yeah. I say that like I'm on a boat very often I'm not but uh, when I ever, <laughs> whenever I was it was, you know I'm on a boat you know I am yeah. on boats <laughs> I, I'm very fond of that song as well I just yeah uh, here is Tennessee Whiskey it's great great genuinely very good cover uh, and it's T-Pain so everything is yeah. also hilarious <laughs> He uh, fucking, he, I remember watching his, it's funny because you hear talking about now with his finance and stuff and how he just completely lost run himself. But then you watch his old episode of Cribs and he has a strip club at the bottom of his house. Oh and you're just like, oh, of course you were going to go bankrupt. Uh, <laughs> how did we get here? Who can say? He had like 40 cars and everything. He just spent an obscene amount of money yeah. in a very quick yeah. amount of time. Oh. And lost all, nearly all of it. Like, oh my God. He's lucky he's a very good musician and was able to fall back on that because yeah. most people would be fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, most underrated artist, actually. Oh. <laughs> I like to rephrase. It's most. It's an art. It doesn't have to be underrated because underrated. Some people find it a weird term, but an artist that you're just like, how does not more people listen mm, to this person? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, I'm just like I'm just going to like weird niche. <laughs> like stuff I was listening to when I was like 16 uh, see Spiral Beach is a fun band that um, they've got a couple of really I think they've got a few albums maybe more since then but mm. really fun really fun and I feel like they were sort of in that yeah yeah yeah's era of time and I think some of the sounds are now happening again now and just mm. no one's really on the Spiral Beach buzz but they're I don't very know them fun, sort of like spooky surfer. Oh, okay. They're yeah, it, they're very very fun. Um, um, who yeah, yeah, is had a union album this year actually that was very good. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. First, first one in like eleven years, yeah, I think, I, as well. Oh fuck! I did know about this and have since forgotten, <laughs> and I'm furious with myself. <laughs> okay, that's I know what very, I'm doing very, very tomorrow. Good album. <laughs> uh, one that I kind of just rediscovered, even though they are quite popular, but I haven't seen them around in quite a bit. But uh, I kind of went through their their like kind of re- musical repertoire. It was Cage the Elephant. And I know like oh, Cage the Elephant, fantastic! I band. know like yeah. um, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked and Come a Little Closer are like very popular, but like they yeah, have some... One Ear is the other big one as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, what what is it called? Is in one in one ear. In one in yeah, one yeah, ear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, man, but my favorite song man, by them man, is man, man. It's Always Something, and it's like one. It's off their. Um, album with like shake me down and uh, a, cu- a couple other tunes in it and it's just i went through their repertoire and i'm like one why have they not been gigging more and two like kind of they haven't really released anything in a while so there's a video of them i think it's them on letterman or something like that yeah. where the singer is just absolutely fucked ah, <laughs> that would make sense oh i yeah. think i saw that yeah. it's yeah. The he's, <laughs> he's just out, as out of it not yeah there. <laughs> I think, not there I think it's the same on like Nevermind the Buzzcocks as well. But if you want to watch actually a gas performance is, do you, do you remember the band The Vines? Yeah. And it's on Break Free. Yeah. Watch them perform that on Letterman because yeah. at the end of this perform, it's such a weird performance because <laughs> he's just screaming. Yeah. 
<laughs> Letterman at the end is just like, is he? Can you check if he's okay? Like genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's worth watching. It's a good. Oh, that's yeah. very fun. I love that song growing up. You don't hear them anymore either. No. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking I hadn't thought about the vines. vines. Yeah. It was on in Chine last night, like oh. the other week, and I was just like, fuck. I was yeah. like, I forgot that song's yep. class. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of what happened when I was in, it was in, a, I think I was in Fibbers and like, uh, Come a Little Closer came on. I was like, ah, I forgot they existed. I forgot these guys existed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to have a listen to them. And I went through their whole, their whole thing. And I was like, yeah, where, I want to, I want to see these guys. <laughs> they were on like, Nevermind the Buzzcocks as well. Yeah. Like back when like Noah oh. Fielding was the team captain and stuff yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very funny on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love <laughs> are they back I feel like they're it's back doing now it but it's not now. It's. I don't think it's as good because like you have it's Greg Davis who I love yes. um, but I preferred when it was like Simon Amstel I think was oh, the best yeah, mm. yeah. him reading Preston's fucking oh, uh, wife's di- uh, wife's <laughs> yeah. autobiography is one of the funniest Simon it's Amstel so cr- is... it's so cruel but it is <laughs> But that was like that was so like yeah. he just found the exact pokiest little place to poke sp- and it was just gold. The, the every best time. the best joke he ever had, I think, on it was when they had your man from Towers of London on it, your man um, <gasps> Donny. 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 And Donny stands up and he goes, I'll give you a bit of this and he grabs his crotch and he, no, he goes, oh, This is oh, what I think of you and he goes, What? A small penis. Yeah, and the woman he like lights up a cigarette and he's like, Oh, Donnie's discovered cigarettes, <laughs> which you can legally buy in shops. <laughs> this is just going to become quoting entire oh, yeah. episodes of podcast. <laughs> I think one of the other one, I will just the last one. It's, it's not to do with Simon, but it was like Frankie Boyle was on it, and Carol oh, yeah. Vorderman was was a, was a guest on it. And she goes, uh, she goes, Frankie, are you on uh, are you on Facebook? And he goes, I am. Yeah. And she goes, What's your name on Facebook? And he goes, Frankie Boyle. Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go like, wait, should it not be? <laughs> he just says it's so deadpan. He's just like, yep. and he goes, so, Carol, honestly, I actually thought you were smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> She's oh. the uh, the old numbers person for countdown. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but guys, I actually, I don't have any more questions for you. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've been talking. Yeah, we're bang on an hour. <laughs> so uh, this is the part where you get to plug, plug, plug anything that's coming up next. Uh, well, okay. Uh, we are Sonic Verse. Uh, check us out. Uh, most active of our socials is probably Instagram. Or uh, so check us out there. Uh, we have a single Roar coming out on Friday, the eighth of December. Uh, please give it a listen. Uh, and then we have a gig and another single coming out February second, twenty twenty four. And uh, yeah, watch our space. Uh, we're going to be releasing a lot of tunes in the next year. So uh, if you uh, very very exciting stuff. If you want to get a listen, then uh, yeah, check us out. I would highly recommend seeing them live as well. You guys are genuinely fantastic. Live. Oh, <laughs> no, you are. I love just watching a super energetic performance. It's great. Like there's nothing. Li- there's nothing like it with great tunes as well. I like so. to stare into the void. Then... <laughs> <laughs> pick one person. I, yeah. just yeah. Either no eye contact or intense. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being guests. We really appreciate it. No worries. Back anytime. So that is our episode for this week. I want to quick thank you again to Jesse and Tom for coming on the podcast and chatting with me. It really was an absolute pleasure having them. I had a ball. Make sure to stream Roar when it's out tomorrow. There'll be a link for all the band's socials, Spotify, Bandcamp, all that kind of carry on in the description of this episode. And I guess on my end, if you like that episode and want to hear more just like it, please give the podcast a follow. It genuinely does very, very much help me out. And um, 
yeah thank you so much for listening to the whole episode I really hope you enjoy it and uh, I'll see you again soon for a new episode thank you and goodbye